It's that time again. It's Greek for the week. I'm Chris Palmer. Let's open our Bibles and get right down to the original language, the Greek. God bless you. It's the Greek for the Week podcast. And you know something? We are just one week away from the launch of Letters from Jesus. It's been long talked about on this podcast here. I've mentioned it plenty of times on Instagram. And we are just one week away from it being released. September 10th. If you don't have your copy, pre-order it today on Amazon. It'll be a blessing to you. And you know when you get that copy, leave a five-star review on Amazon. Just say, hey, this book was great. I recommend you get it, and I recommend you pick up one for a friend that wants to learn the Word of God. I really am trying, not that I can do this by myself, but my aspiration for Christian writing, especially in the charismatic circles, I think it needs to go a little higher. I think our standards needs to go higher. I think our content, we need to diversify what we're talking about a little bit, and um, I've attempted to do that on Greek for the Week. Letters from Jesus. Let me know if I succeeded or not. Um, today we're going to talk about the fifth church in our seven church series, found in Revelation chapter 3, the church of Sardis. Let me give it to you real quick in the English, and then we'll get into the Greek. And like I said, I can't get to everything in this church, but you can certainly have a sample today here on this broadcast. Chapter 3 and verse 1 says, And to the angel of the church in Sardis write, The words of him who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works. You have the reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up and strengthen what remains and is about to die, for I have not found your works complete in the sight of my God. Remember then what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know at what hour I come. Yet you have a few names in Sardis, people who have not soiled their garments, and they will walk with me in white, for they're worthy. The one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments, and I will never blot his name out of the book of life. I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He who has a hear, an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the seven churches. Okay, I want to focus specifically on a phrase that we see here. In verse number two, it says, Wake up and strengthen what remains and is about to die, for I have not found your works complete in the sight of my God. And the most important phrase here is the Greek word here, wake up. In Greek, it's genu gregoron. Genu gregoron. Now, this to us is something that we pass over, but it really is addressing here spiritual apathy. Or the ability, or not ability, I should say the tendency for Christians to fall asleep in their walk with God. And this is something that the American church faces as a temptation on the regular, is to fall asleep because they become spiritually apathetic, because we're not faced with any type of trial, we're not faced with any type of difficulty that in the uh, extreme, so we just get lax because we are comfortable and we don't necessarily have to believe for something that is that imperative and our faith begins to relax and we begin to take things for granted and we become comfortable and before you know it, we have fallen asleep on our relationship with the Lord. 
We're not praying anymore the way that we used to. We're not reading the Word of God the way we used to. Our church attendance becomes lax. Our desire to win souls begins to cool down. The, the way that we look at life with an eternal perspective becomes skewed. It is that apathy that every one of us that has served God for some length of time has had to face. And Jesus here in Revelation chapter 3 is encouraging and he's imploring and exhorting the Sardian church to wake up out of that spiritual apathy because if it overtakes them, it's going to bring them down. And he's telling them, wake up. Now this was a very significant statement to the Sardian church. They would have known what this meant. There is a context to it that we don't realize here in the 21st century, and it goes back to the 6th century BC when the city of Sardis was at the height of its supreme power. Now, it was a majestic city. It was walled around a mighty fortress. When I think of this city, probably not as grand as the walls around San Marino, a country, a very tiny country within the region of uh, the country of Sicily. But it's a walled city. If you've ever seen a citadel, or like the Vatican, walled around, okay? And that's how Sardis was. Now you have walls all around you. You feel protected. And that is a good thing, to be protected, to have what you need, but on the, on the same token. It can also produce apathy in your life. You could say, I'm in the church that I need to be in. I have all the resources available. One touch buy now here on Amazon. I've been to Bible school. I'm not doing anything wrong. I have a good prayer life. Look at my education. Look at what I'm doing in the ministry. And you become comfortable. And because of this, the Sardians believed that nobody could overtake them. And something took place in Sardis in the 6th century BC. And they went to war with Persia. Now, this is before Persia was at the height of its power. And King Croesus was convinced that the walls around Sardis were majestic and the walls around them were enough to protect them from the Persians. And so even though the Persians approached them, they were comfortable and they felt that there was no way that they were ever going to be able to scale the citadel and so he did something that was fatal and caused them defeat, and he left the city unguarded. He left it completely unguarded. No need for soldiers. We don't need soldiers. We have walls. We don't need people's help. We, got, we have these big walls, and they're going to keep them out. And one night, one fateful night, the Sardians went to sleep. And when they woke up, to their surprise, Cyrus's men had eventually found a way up the wall. And when the Sardians woke up, the city had fallen into Persian hands and Cyrus made the Sardians slaves. After he conquered the city, to make sure that it never rebelled, he forbade the Sardians from having weapons. He took all of their weapons away from them. And he emasculated the men by enforcing a law that all men now had to teach their sons how to play the lyre and how to dance and to learn the arts so that they would never 
remember how to fight and their masculine spirit could be taken out of them. And for years, this city was under Persian rule because of King Croesus' apathy and negligence. So when Jesus was talking to the Sardian church, he was telling them, wake up, don't be like the history of your city. This word here in the Greek, wake up, ginomai, uh, which is the verb to be, gregoro, means to be watchful, to be in a constant readiness, to be on alert. It's found in a manner, which is the present continuous tense, what doesn't just mean to be watchful once, it means to be attentive, unwinking, and watching over and over and over again, constantly be on the lookout, constantly be wide awake. The way I picture it, if you've ever sat next to a child on an airplane, when he looks out the window, his eyes are big, his mouth is open, and he's watching the plane go through the clouds, and he asks his mom or his dad, are we there yet? No. Five minutes later, are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? No. And this goes on and on and on and on for two or three hours of the flight because the little child, he or she is ready, waiting, watching for that airplane to get to its destination. And as the people of God, we can't be apathetic like King Cross. We have to be watching and waiting, watching to make sure that we're looking for the Lord's second coming, watching to make sure that we're keeping the enemy out of our relationships, watching to make sure that our spiritual life is guarded. To be on, the, the, Peter says, to be vigilant, be on the alert. Your enemy, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion because if we're not watchful, the enemy can creep up no matter how good it was in the past and he can try to overtake us. We have to keep watching. So when the Holy Spirit moves among his people, they're paying attention to their spiritual lives. That's what the Spirit of God is doing in your life is causing you to be watchful. The moment you lose your consideration for the Spirit is the moment that your spiritual victory will begin to wane. We have to, as believers, even those that believe in, uh, um, you know, we say, well, it's in, in Christ, it's the finished work, it's begun. It's true, it, it, he has done what he needs to do, but we have to remember nothing replaces spiritual disciplines. Now, when you go to a seminary or a Bible school, you always have a class, it's the same class, it's different names, spiritual disciple, it'll be called uh, spiritual discipline, spiritual formation type classes, where they teach the disciplines of a well-regulated spiritual life. Prayer, giving, worship, reading the Word of God, fellowshipping with other Christians, not being isolated but being part of the body. These are things that we do to make sure that we are watching the walls so that the enemy cannot overtake us. The moment you wane on those is the moment you start to fall asleep. And today, if you've fallen asleep, I want to give to you the command of the Lord here in Revelation chapter 2. And verse number three, or three, chapter three and verse number two, Ganomai Gregoro, wake up so that you are not overtaken by the enemy. Victorious living depends on you being awake. You enjoying your Christian life depends on you staying awake. Okay, so stay awake today. Learn from the city of Sardis and learn from the Sardian church. All right, letters from Jesus on Amazon, pick it up. 
Check your local bookstores. Pick it up. It'll be a blessing to your life. Go on Amazon. Give it a five star. Help me out. Help me out here on Greek for the Week. We love you. May the Lord bless you this week. May he keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. And may you stay awake in everything you do. We'll see you next time on Greek for the Week. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support us further, you may visit us on the web at lightoftoday.org. God bless and good studying.